0: Okay, sir, so are, you, are you ready for this? Are we going to get into the uh, FPL Tips and Chips show? Are you ready for it?
1: Let's do it.
0: Okay, so right, Let's guys, right off into our FPL Tips and Chips show. Remember, if you're listening to the show right now, if you're joining the show right now, um, please make sure that if you want to get our full thoughts on the games and our game week preview and a few thoughts on other things, catch the full show as well. But again, if you don't have the time to listen to everything and you just want to get our thoughts like we're about to give it to you right now, remember that you need to jam the Pod's FBL Bragging Rights League. It's free to play. It's free entry code is G94H2J. That will be in the show notes. So joining us again, as, uh, as I introduced him earlier in the show, we've got MZ. Imzikulu, Imzimkulu, Imzimkulu, and you're going to give me your surname, Zim, sir. Yes, Imzimkulu. Imzimkulu. I'm right, yeah. There we go. So he, he is joining us. This man is a little bit about your FPL history. You've got to give me a little bit about your FPL history. You've been playing for how many years, sir? Uh, since the second season. I, I have no idea when FPL began, but
1: it was the second season of FPL.
0: Second season of FPL. I think that would be as far back as the year two thousand. No, FPL has no. been going around oh, for. I, I was still. I was. I was. I think I was one year out of matric when FPL started. Um. So. Oh,
1: crazy! My bad. So it has been <laughs>
0: okay. So you've been playing since twenty twelve, and and how has your history been me. in yeah. in uh in
1: FPL? Uh, history wise. I think you I think last year I finished I've had like two 2000 point season I've finished in the top I've finished in the top 150k once and I finished in the top 300k maybe four times if I'm not mistaken. I'm no. not sure though. No, no. I actually never looked at my statistics.
0: I, I will take your word for it. Whatever you tell me must be, must be the truth. And I, I'm, I'm sure it is. <laughs> um, this season, how's things going? You're sitting 133,000 in the world right now, uh, on, mm. uh, on a total of 665 points. So you're having a, a mm. actually having a really nice season so far. So this is your, is this your best start to a Premier League season or FBL season? Absolutely. Yeah,
1: absolutely. It's definitely my best season so far since I've started playing it. Uh, I think it's also like uh, I've I've employed different strategies this season as well. I think maybe that's also part of the reason
0: okay yeah so well we 're going to unpack a little bit as we 're going to unpack uh, on the show you 're going to give us your thoughts and tell us what your what your plans are for the weekend, but before we get into there, I want to talk about last mm. week 's game week heroes, so um, coming in on seventy three points Yassine, uh, Yassine Gil, Gilbert or Gilbert. With, uh, blazing comaches, he moved up from 2.3 million to 2 million. Hey, I had 67 points. I moved up from 2.1 million to 1.4 million in the world. Andreas, he had 63 points. So he moved up from 330k to 206k. Uh, that man, Jock Tace, he had 62 points moving up from 1.5 million to 1 million in the world. And then Greg Young hitting 60 points along with Pushan Naidu and Sayuri Mudli also all on 60 points. So congratulations to to you guys um, out there. Then what did that mean to October, the manager of the month? Our manager of the month will be Andreas. Andreas had a total of 258 points in the month, uh, followed by finding Timo with National Empathy with 257 points, which was really poor for him considering the last week. I say really poor. He had 34 points in the last game week. So that, uh, that was a little bit of a hurt. So he was... Practically a shoe in for, mm. for the, the manager of the month. Pushan Naidu, he had 252 points. Uh, Greg Young, he had 245. And then Rob Catalano, you guys will know him. Uh, if you are, he, he he was with us on the, the Liverpool versus Man United or Man United versus Liverpool preview show, as well as he is on the, the MotoGP as well as the F1. Uh, shows as well So congratulations to him At 242 points Also on 242 points For the month But I think He took a couple of hits Was Pumlani uh, With PSM FC Right. And then overall total. What does that leave us at? Prashant Pralad still leads our, leads our group. He had 45 points. He dropped down from 61,000 to 81,000. Uh, Pumlani with his 42 points dropped from 63,000 to 99,000. Then Nick Curry, he had 46 points dropping from 125 to 175. Then Greg Young, uh, followed by Andres Killer, which I've given you the numbers ready. So congratulations guys. Keep it up. Now. MZ we have to talk about the game week superstars these aren't necessarily superstars in terms of premium price but these are going to be superstars in terms of who you believe could be captain material now i'm going to throw it out there and i know i said it in the show yemi acha i really think mm-hmm. either chilwell or reece james is captain He's material for this weekend Yeah, I've, I've got Vardy up at the front there as well. You know, again, you, you're starting to think like he could definitely be having a really good week, uh, week coming for, for him as well. Uh, Vardy's a big man. And then that Ivan Tony, uh, is, is the other man. So those are my, those are my five. Did I say five? Or did I say four? Yeah. If I didn't say it, I'm going to say Mo Salah as well. Mo Salah, you can never take that man out. He can score against anyone. Mm. Liverpool are at home. They know how to get the job done. So I've got Salah, Chilwell, Vardy, uh, Ivan Tony, and Rhys James as my uh, game week superstars. Tell me, tell me, tell me uh, who you think is a definite must game week superstar people must have in your team that you think this weekend can be their weekend. Captain Material, head it for me.
1: Um, I definitely like one of the scorers of tonight in the, one of the Champions League games. Phil Foden potentially. Who's City playing again?
0: Uh City are playing against um, the that other that other team from Manchester. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Um, I definitely think like I think Phil Foden like, and, 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 and I mean this is a derby game, and things can go either way, but. He's, he's, he's a guy that's been scoring consistently. He, he, he likes to get in the area with United's leaky defense. I definitely pick uh, Phil Foden as a good differential in my opinion. Um, Jamie Vardy probably the same. And uh, sure, I'm trying. Let me look at these fixtures here. I think yeah, the, those two those two guys. But then like you said, um, one of the Chelsea defenders, Kai Havertz, a possible good differential pick. Possibly yeah, you, 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 mentioned yeah.
0: him, mentioned him earlier in the game. Mm. Now, without, uh, mm. when I'm, when I'm telling you about these game week superstars, give me more of your sure thing. We'll, we'll get, we'll hit your sneaky sniper. I actually it might be Ivan Tony. Oh, I know okay. I said Ivan Tony. You, you he might also fall into that sneaky sniper along with Kai Havertz, um, as potential differentials, the potential differential, um, coming in there. <laughs> what about a Bama Yang? How do you feel about him for the, for the weekend?
1: He hasn't been consistent enough for me. Um, if anything, I'd probably, I'd probably pick Saka and Smith-Rowe ahead of him in terms of uh, what, what one, of, one of the power players or the superstars of the of the week, to be quite honest. I think they're just more reliable, they're more informed. The probably they have more chances, if you probably look at the stats as well. Um, but Aubameyang would probably be one of the go-to guys for an assist. Or a return in that sense. But definitely choose uh, Saka or Smith-Rowe ahead of him at this particular point. I'd need to see more for him in order for me to put him in the gaming superstars.
0: Okay. Uh, uh, One Mm -hmm. last one I want to throw out there. uh, And I'm not saying it just because he scored. It happened to be just because he scored now as well. Uh, All all good things come to those who wait. Sadio Mane has just scored another... Has put Liverpool Mm -hmm. 2-0 ahead of Atletico Madrid with another assist by Trent Alexander-Arnold. Um, there's some food for thought. <laughs> Sadio Mane uh second highest scorer currently in the midfielders in FPL and I think uh, fourth highest scorer
1: overall. Yeah, and he's been qu- and he's been quietly going about his business. I think I mentioned him earlier. You did. 100 since that Yeah, so I, I think uh yeah, like he's also one of the di- is that I don't know? Would, would he count as a sneaky sniper? Because I think, like, even his ownership is probably less than fifteen percent at the moment in FPL. Uh, he's got a very low ownership, and I'm, I'm I'm sure of that. So he might be a good differential to have. Dude, I'm going to tell you about it. Time. So I, and
0: I'm I'm going to tell you about his ownership right now. At three point nine percent, Sadio Mane is 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 pure pure sneaky sniper. Could be game week gold <laughs> must have. I, I'm I'm actually considering dropping Ronaldo over the next couple of because uh, I've already taken a hit this week. Um, I'm considering dropping Ronaldo to bring in Sadio Mane, uh, and then I'm just going to back the the Liverpool boys, uh, Salah and Mane to go throughout the season, uh, bouncing goals off each other. They, they look they look to be in mm. in that vein of form to be able to do that. The question is, at 11.9 million, is there other value or other <laughs> players that are that are more value at 11.9 million than
1: Sadio Mane? Not really. Not really. I wouldn't say so. I wouldn't say so.
0: Okay, well, let's... Like, he's...
1: he's
0: uh-huh. Go right ahead. Yeah. No, no, go, go ahead. Say what you say. Oh,
1: because I was thinking to myself, like, in terms of that bracket, there's... Sadio Mane, Cristiano Ronaldo, Mo Salah, and Kevin De Bruyne. Possibly is he also within that same uh, bracket? If I'm not mistaken, like those are literally the four players, and he probably offers you the differential option with the low ownership and with the consistency of goals. I'd say yes, uh, but I mean, but based on the other guys within that price category, you could equally go the same way.
0: What about Vardy? Vardy comes in at 10.8 million. So he's, he's, uh, he's about a million cheaper. Um, it, it, if mm-hmm. you are to bring him into your squad, what, you know, dollars to donuts, so to speak. Um, <laughs> what, what, uh, spending a million less on Vardy, if you were considering Mane, uh, you know, then you, then you, I mean, you're, you, you open up a million. Or one or whatever, whatever we we all assume it's millions. The thing is, Vardy is owned by thirty-one percent of the, thirty-one percent of the of the league own Vardy right now. So Money really is that differential if he's going to keep doing what he's doing. Yeah, I think mm. you hit the nail on the head, man. When you when you mentioned it earlier in the show about Mane pro- probably being the guy, being a guy, being one of the guys mm. at his at his ownership, it's. It's actually ridiculous, uh, the points that he's made for the low ownership that he does have. However, he has also only scored two more points than Son. He has scored two more points than Ben Rama. And he has scored two more points than uh, Conor Gallagher. Although Ben Rama's points have kind of dried up after West Ham's early start to the season, um, yeah. Conor Gallagher has flashes of brilliance. He has uh, good games. I mean, he had a good game against West Ham. We we had 15 points. He had a good game against City. where it's 13 points, and then I think his third highest was eight points. And then he hasn't gone above four points in a single game. Other than that, um, where Mane hasn't hit double digits yet, and you know he has it in him. You know he has hat trick in him. He's gone three mm. points, eight points, five points, eight points, eight points, two points, seven points, eight points, one point, seven points. So you know he's he's giving returns regularly. Uh, Smith Rhodes, obviously, he's had a change. I mean, that change came in 12 points, 3 points, 2 points, 13 points, 9 points. So you're starting to see those things change for him, um as well in the season. So it, it's very difficult, difficult to say, but you know, Mane's got multiple goals in him. And, and if he does, if he does play to his capabilities, sure, man, it, it could be, it could be very tough for, for a lot of teams. To play against a person like Marnay, and that differential is there. Mm. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm actually almost sold on the idea. I think you sold me on the idea um, for <laughs> for Mane. It's, it's, There might be so much value in that. Yeah, I think there's value in that.
1: Hmm. And I think, like, based on the fixture itself, like, I think it's very likely with with the prediction that we, we gave a futures four-one. If I'm not mistaken, like, I definitely think that. Uh, that's the, there's definitely room for Mane to have a, a goal involvement even if he doesn't score I see him giving assists to Mo Salah or Bobby or, wh- or whomever and Trent alexander arnold which I believe is a must-have defensive wise along with the Chelsea and City defenders yeah 100% correct Liverpool wow. coming as a budget option yeah,
0: I don't, I don't know about Livermore anymore. I, I I think I don't know if he's a flavor of the week kind of thing that it that will come and go. He is. Mm-hmm. I like him. I like him. I, he's he's an eighteen year old kid that uh, that that has got attacking in him, but he still plays in in a relatively. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know how Southampton are keeping clean sheets. I must be honest with you. I look at Southampton. I think to myself every, every week it's like they're going to get smashed and every week they're keeping, well, every other week they're keeping clean sheets. So, so it's still, it's still, I haven't quite wrapped my brain around the idea of, uh, Southampton mm-hmm. keeping clean sheets. Uh, it's the only reason why I haven't bought into, uh, Liveramento as, as an option, although his stock keeps going up and up and up and up. And for obvious reason, mm. for obvious reason, um, is he, is he still your, uh, and that way, at which point does he, is, is he really a points man? You know what I mean? Is, is he going to go get, get you a lot of points in, in terms of that price bracket? You know, there are, is other players there. We spoke about Ait Nuri. Now, they were in the sneaky sniper thing, mm. but for, from a defensive, uh, um, perspective i think ignori at wools he's now starting to get the game time and i know i spoke about him very early in the season i did mention that earlier in the pod he he got himself an assist in this past game he got himself a clean sheet the game before so he's played in the last two matches he scored 10 points effectively
1: yeah.
0: one game where they didn't get the clean sheet but he got the assist and the other game where they they had the clean sheet now um Wolves are playing against Crystal Palace. Now we're not sure what type of Crystal Palace comes out, like we said earlier. Um but I, yeah. I am favoring Wolves. I do favor Wolves um from that aspect. And because I do favor Wolves, you, you gotta ask yourself that question is Jimenez um you know, has he has he got goals in him? But does he really fall into the best forwards for for, for this game week? And, and and the truth is, from FPL forwards, yeah, you know, we've mentioned Ivan Tony, we've mentioned Jamie Vardy. Well, we're not entirely sure about Obama Yang. Um mm. Neil Maupai, I Hate to say because I don't, I don't, I don't know if you know. I don't know if you know. <laughs> I don't particularly get along with the guy. Him and I, we do not see eye to eye, and he's on my DTM list. But he he didn't mm-hmm. start against Liverpool. He's probably going to start against Norwich. Uh, is, it, is, is it? They are playing Norwich. Am I right? Just double-check myself. No, they're
1: playing Newcastle.
0: They're playing Newcastle. Oh, sorry, man. The the defenses are, are relatively the same, aren't they? Newcastle defense and mm. uh, Norwich defense. Uh, let me just confirm that. Where, where 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 do I have that? I think I have the... Norwich
1: Norwich playing Brentford, yeah.
0: Yeah, Nor- uh, Newcastle have conceded twenty three goals this season, so they're right there with uh, Norwich in terms of terrible defense. Uh, Malpie might look at the Newcastle game and go, "Man, it's time to smash." Um, you, you, I, I'm not wrong. It it has to no, be. It no. has to be a Malpie game where he's standing there going, "This this could this could be this could be hat trick." Hat-trick, there's a, there's a brace in there for him. You know, you'd think there's a brace in there for him at least. Um, yeah, it's a, I don't know, man, for, it pains me to say Neil Myapai is, is another, is another guy that you could be looking at. But, uh, and the other one, and I don't like to say it, uh, Liverpool, if Liverpool switch off in defense, uh, this, it's Mikel Antonio territory. There's there mm-hmm. could be a brace in there for him as well, but yeah, realistically, I, I don't. Uh, I'm not going to preach that into existence. Um, you know, for 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 those <laughs> those types of attackers, I do see more value in when we come into the midfield and we say it's it's a game week uh, uh, differential every week, and we mention Rafinha for leads, but because everything mm-hmm. everything goes through him, everything goes through him when he plays. Uh, and he's still only owned by eighteen point five percent, so it isn't quite differential. Um, mm. But this is a game week that could work for him. You know, it's. Uh, I know we mentioned Bueno, so your Brentford options because they start arguably one of the most favourable uh, fixture runs um, over mm. the next couple of weeks. I just want to bring that up here. For I have it actually on a on another page here. Uh, Brentford's run goes Norwich, Newcastle, Everton, Tottenham, Leeds, Watford, Man United, Southampton, Brighton. That will take them to the halfway in the season. So it's a very nice run for them, especially the next couple of games. Norwich, Newcastle, Everton, all teams that, that tend to concede goals or have been known to concede goals. And and if that's the case, if you if you don't have Ivan Tony, you know if your forwards are taken, you've got Embuemo in the midfield. Well, he's a midfielder, but he really plays up front, kind of thing. So so he's Mm. he's he's bound to be getting goals. I I don't know this this week. I know Chelsea. We we spoke about Chelsea. Obviously, their assets. When we did we didn't mention Mason Mount. What is your thoughts on Mason Mount?
1: I think I, I think I just need to see a bit more consistency from Mason Mount for one, and I think he just needs to get more more minutes, to be quite honest, because like I think my history with Mason, Mason Mount was one of those players in my FPL career where it's always hit and miss. The mm-hmm. moment I get him is when he doesn't get points, and the moment I sell him is when he starts picking them up. So I've got a very great love-hate relationship with Mason Mount specifically. So um, if if you have him at the moment, I'd say hold. But if you don't, I'd also wouldn't. I wouldn't suggest that you go for him now. Um, I think there's other players within the team that are more likely to get you a more a more probable return on your points uh, versus Mason Mount. So yeah, that's for me. That's what. That's how I feel about him particularly.
0: Yeah, Mason Mount comes in at seven point six million. You still favour Kai Havertz uh, to get the job done, and he's at 8.1 million uh, in terms of cost. So if you have that extra half a mil, uh, somebody else, and I know we mentioned it. I know everyone's on the Smith row at 5.6 million is someone that you need Mm -hmm. to get in. Uh, I still, I look at the last Arsenal game, you know, Arsenal got the win and I still think Saka was the better player on the field.
1: I I agree I agree that's why I have him over Smith Rowe, yeah um, I do too. But, but it's just, just costs me. Uh, it it is, uh, but <laughs> I think it, it's more of a reliability and uh, to the devil you know, I suppose. Because yeah. at the same time, I think like my strat- this the strategy should also just hold. Like you said, is that he, he in in game situations, Saka is more likely than not the better player, or rather in the past games specifically. Mm. He played the better game, you know? So like I think I'm more I'm more likely to rely on him and I'm more sure of a goal involvement from him versus Smith Rowe. Can I ask so, a Smith-Rowe question? Boring, I, about
0: yeah. about Arsenal. Thomas Partey mm. seems to be taking shots from everywhere. If, it's it's <laughs> it, he, I mean He's taking shots from everywhere. At some point in time it's about it's bound to go in. His ownership is less than a percent and he costs five. But he seems mm-hmm. to be taking shots from everywhere. I actually I, I just want to bring up his uh do you, do you
1: perhaps have this that's on the on target the shots on target, perhaps.
0: Oh. I'll tell you what. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go have a look at his last game. Uh, I know. I know. Oh. I, I. I do have this somewhere. Um, hold, please. Uh, let, let's let's go see. Uh, what what happened? Are we, are we making elevates? Elevate. Yeah, elevates music. We can work with that. Uh, England, England, England. Premier League. Let's go have a look. And then matches. Uh, Arsenal, 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 Arsenal versus Leicester. Last match. Let's go see. Mister, Mister Thomas Partey. Um, shots on target one. But I really thought he took more chances. They say no shots off target, no shots blocked. Am, am I seeing things? That doesn't sound right.
1: I th- I think maybe the sample, you need to maybe check the sample, so maybe f- over the past five games. But I'm definitely with you because I've also picked that up myself that he's definitely taking a lot more shots. But I'm surprised that it was only one in the game. But I, I But I also, there's something that made me ask you to just check out how many many he has on target because uh, oftentimes maybe we just i don't know we we taken by by the by the fluff or the many attempts as opposed to the effectiveness of those of those chances maybe as well
0: yeah I, and and uh, the thing is the thing is again my my thought is if he does decide uh yeah in in the last five 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 game game weeks Let's just see, uh, shots, shots, shots. In the last five, five game weeks, two, two and a half shots per game, uh, and uh-huh. half a shot is on target. So 2.5 per game and on average. So he's taken 15 shots and three, three on target, uh, four shots in the mm. box. Uh, so, so not, he, he, he is, he has been active. Okay. So it isn't just over one game, but he has been mm. active in, in the last games. And again, Watford are, Arsenal are going to play Watford, uh, Liverpool, Newcastle, Man United, Everton. So four, four, uh, four easy games and one tough game against Liverpool. What, what shots fired? Um, no, I'm just, just messing with you. By, by that time, I think, uh, oh, look at that. Look at that. Liverpool, uh, are now playing against 10 men. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Go Liverpool. Um, Always good to see. Always fun to see. So, yeah. So, when you, we look at Thomas Partey, Partey coming in, you know, at 5 million and 0.4% ownership, uh, he's a 5 million guy that is going to play every week, you know. And he scored mm. one goal this season so far, and he's got three assists at 5 million. So, he does open up coin. The thing is, you look at your Conor Gallagher um, in, in the midfield, he, he is... He's what, um, let's see what, uh, points wise, I think Conor Gallagher is sitting on 51 points, you know, at, at 5.7 million. So Smith Rowe, 49 points on 5.6 million. Although the, it really does feel like Arsenal are going to go on those runs. So Arsenal assets are really good assets to be looking at. Um, you know, the, there, there is some good value there. Um, other, other, other players that we, we, we talk about, if we have to look at defenders, you know, you've got your Ben Chill, you've got Trent Alexander Arnold, who, who right now, as, at this time, has already got two assists in a single game. He has looked to be yeah. transitioning into some really good play. I would be avoiding, uh, when we get to the avoid section, but I, I'd actually just be mentioning it now. Um, the Brentford defense without Rayo in goals, they, they seem to be, they they looked a little they they seem to be a little bit lost. You know, it's not um I'm not entirely sure. That uh what about from Arsenal that uh Takiero to Tomiyasu um in defense. He he's been pretty nice though, hasn't he? I like the Arsenal players. I like the Arsenal assets. I mean I, I don't think they're extensively or they're owned by um, just think it, the highest owned person is Smith Rowe at fifteen percent there that uh Tommy Yasu at four point six million is only owned by three point four percent uh we spoke about the the wolves defenders at that, that Ait Nuri, he's owned by all of of zero point two percent so that you're you're gonna start to see some value players coming through right now, so there's so many sneaky snipers mm. that can come through. Um, but there's players that we're also going to need to avoid over this next period. Well, at least on this game week, uh, that we need to consider for, 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 uh, social distancing reasons. Um, <laughs> the Brentford defense seems to be, seems to be one of them without a solid goalie. Like I said, they will start to look a little bit leaky. Mm. Uh, it will be a little bit concerning. I, I would I would avoid United defenders in general. I don't believe... Tell me, as a United yeah. fan, what about your attacking wing-backs, your Juan Bissaka and your Luke Shaw? All that promise before the beginning of the season. What's happened there?
1: I think more than anything, it's... I think prior to Ronaldo arriving, for one, is that... Um, we basically didn 't have a really you know like an extensive finisher marcus Marcus was out at the time Anthony Martial was out of sorts um cavani wasn 't being started for one and secondly one bissaka can 't cross well <laughs> more than anything i think if you had to look at just last season in terms of attacking returns from Amron Bisaka they weren 't that really there weren 't that many mm. if if any for that matter so Luke Shaw definitely came with all the promise, especially after coming off that Euro performance. You know, like we, we, we sort of thought this, this is the season where Luke Shaw kind of reintroduces himself to to, to the Premier League fans, but it just hasn't come together. But no. that's, I think it's more a matter of structure, and if you get that right, we'll probably get better returns from Luke Shaw as opposed to Iron Rand-Bissaka, in my view. I think that's what it is, to be quite honest. It's just, yeah, lack of finish in the front.
0: Yeah, they're probably right
1: Prior to remodel.
0: Okay, then uh, any mm. other any other big players or big names that you think we we should be avoiding um in at least in the forward positions? I don't think there's any really big forwards that we need to be avoiding. The question is you look at premium players in the midfield. Fernandez mm. for ha, might not be scoring goals anymore. He might not be scoring goals anymore. But he is getting assists. But at eleven point seven million, he has managed in the last one, two, three, four, five games. He has managed seventeen points. At eleven point seven million, are, are we hands off Fernandez entirely? Is it is, has that boat sailed? Especially looking at their fixture run now. I
1: think so. I I, I think so. I think we can... We... We'd need to consider, it needs to be a good run of four or five fixes, which it isn't at the moment, but maybe further down the line. And when United seems to be consistently winning or at least scoring a lot more goals, I think that's when you can probably entertain that thought. But at the moment, with Ronaldo coming into the team, penalty duties have been taken away, free kick opportunities. Yeah, it, it, at that price range, I'd rather go for full voted. Yeah,
0: I, I hear you. Full Foden comes in at, at at what price range? Because I know we, the problem is, and we, we you think he's going to play, you just don't know though. He could just be taken uh, off.
1: Men's, well, but but that's that's the that's the Mansfield you. But he seems to have been the one guy that's probably locked in his place amongst the, some of the other players, you know. But like you yeah, said, um, six games. It's I wouldn't imagine him. being... Yeah, so, like, I mean, I think barring maybe just poor performance from his side, I just, I don't see him coming off. Well, not before the 75 minutes where he can get his points. Burn. So, I, I, I'd I definitely take a punt at him if, uh, if, if I were a betting man for the foreseeable future. Yeah, but in, we, in, 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 this in weekend, to, yeah, these,
0: do you think this weekend is the right weekend for Phil Foden as well? Because a derby game is still a to derby game. In.
1: True, um, but considering that he scored tonight and united defensive issues, why not? He seems to be one of the more potent uh, City attackers. He seems to be one of the more likely guys to score from a City perspective. Uh, I think if you've got if you've got some free transfers in, uh, maybe if you've got uh, one or two free transfers. I'd say take the punt. Uh, worst case scenario, you'll just have to hang on to him for a week or two and then.
0: Revert back to whichever choice that you had before. Okay. Any any other midfielders I, yeah, that you want to avoid? That yeah, uh, that was in my next question. Where does Son fall in on mm. uh, on this with with the change right now with Conte coming in? Um, mm. and, and I know I I think I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I, I think that Everton get the job done against Spurs this weekend. I'm starting to also, uh, you look at the, the run-in that's, uh, that Everton's going to have, it might be actually worth it getting off their assets um, sooner rather than later. Mm. Yeah. I, I, th- I think that also forces my change. Um, I'll probably either be dropping Townsend into Gray. I actually have two, two Everton chaps in. Uh, to bring okay. in a into into my midfield rather see see how that goes. Yeah, you know, I, I don't I don't really have many other big big guys that I'd want to avoid, you know? It's just it's mm-hmm. gonna it's gonna be very interesting. Harry,
1: like look, Harry Kane is probably a a guy to avoid in the interim I'd I think. Simply man. because of the unpredictability of home Yeah. Would you back him?
0: <laughs> Too much quality, man. It, there's a a striker needs someone that he can believe in, right, or as a manager that he can believe in. And I think Conte gives Kane a new kind of freedom, you know, because he yeah. he had his fallout with Old Nunch, um, mm-hmm. obviously, because, you know, manager made sure that manager was in charge, let the player know that the manager is in charge, and you will do and you know you will play my way. I am in charge. You know that type of thing. And it and it can break the Kane spirit, but uh, at some point in time, Kane Kane is the best natural finisher in the Premier League. I think so. It must be, must be the best I, natural I finisher.
1: Disagree. I I I I'd pick Mason Greenwood over Harry Kane as a natural finisher personally. Yeah, maybe. I think that kid is probably one of the best finishers in, in world football.
0: Sure. Um, the The thing is, you, you're you're looking at uh, a very small, um, small or, or a Summer. very young career that uh, that Greenwood has been in. Kane has done it season in, season out. He it just. He's come back from injuries and just put the ball in the back of net with the greatest of ease. Like, it seems r- real, r- ridiculous, the type of goals. And I like, I almost think to myself, like, how, how is he scoring that? That's not even a good goal. It's, it's not a good goal. How does he even get that? The thing is he, he's just in the right place and he, and it, he puts in what seems like, like, the, it seems like the goalies are not even trying, but he's obviously doing something right. Kane does it season after season after season. Uh, so from, for, when I look and I think to myself, natural finisher, Kane, Kane is a natural finisher for me. I th- look, we're each to their own, I suppose. Uh, Greenwood will show it over time. Greenwood's, Greenwood is a great kid. He's a great kid. He's got a great future ahead of him. Um, yeah, I'm not ready to put him in the Kane, Kane natural finishing ability just yet. He's, he's got, uh, he's got a few more seasons to okay. prove that. Okay. Okay, fair mm. enough. So, uh, so I'm not sure on the Kane thing. Kane, Kane still for me is, I, I'm, I don't want to jump on a Tottenham asset. I don't want to rule them out, uh, just yet because I don't know. First game, they could come out there and they could smash. I mean, they could smash. Or they could fall apart. I, I, I don't know. So maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe, yeah, we social distance. Uh, for the sake for now. of for Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I if you were so. gonna hop on him, now might be the time before anyone else does, you know? So if you wanted to get that differential, cause I don't even know what Kane's ownership is, it must be piss poor. Um, let's see, Kane, 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 Kane. Uh, Kane, the player, not the drink. 6.5% owned currently right now so and and he's at twelve point one he's still at twelve point one million let that sink in as well. that's crazy <laughs> man it's crazy, okay right sir so, um so 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 who is your captain for the week
1: uh i I' probably i'd stick with Mozala <laughs> like for us from for like to be quite honest, that's my safe choice, however, I'm still I'm leaning towards Mo but Jamie Vardy is definitely in contention for me this game. Mm.
0: It's, it's not a bad call to make. And I, and I yeah, you know,
1: like, and I mean, yeah, because I mean, like I, I fully get um, what you say about like one of the Chelsea defenders being, um, what's this? One of the Chelsea uh, defenders definitely being a captaincy option. However, I just have a sense that there's goals coming in from one of these guys. I don't know which one it is between the two, but obviously simply because Mo Salah seems to be the safer choice.
0: Okay, so we had some technical difficulty there. MZ is back with us. You're saying Mo Salah is the safer choice?
1: Yes, I definitely think Mo Salah is the safer choice, but depending on uh, your, 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 your points and your overall rank and how far you're willing to climb, I definitely think the 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 defensive Chelsea options or Jamie Vardy would be a very good punt to kind of just jump up and get a few green arrows going. To be quite honest, yeah. but I'm sticking. I'm stay, I'm staying safe on my side for quite the moment. Uh, it's probably
0: it's probably a wiser a wiser head that says keep keep Mo as captain because you don't see Mo blank two games in a row. You know what I mean. And, uh, Precisely. and he, he would have scored goals. I mean, there, there was, there was some nice goals. It was, like I said, the offside, the offside goals worked against him, but it was, uh, some good, uh, he, he still had that ability. He's working for the team. He still got the assist, you know, he's still, yeah, still working for the team. I think that's the most important. And, uh, Liverpool again, looking, like I said, they currently at this moment in time. It's half time. They're 2-0 up. And, mm. You know, is Mo playing? The answer is Mo is playing. Jotters in the center, uh, with the Mane on the outside. It, it's inevitable for Mo to come back to form. I think that's going to happen. Yeah, I'll probably make him my captain. I'm still going to toy with the idea to either put Chilwell or James as as a captain, uh, you know, for a differential pick, but mm-hmm. it doesn't hurt to, to have uh, more options. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, your formation that you're playing this week, because I see you played a very interesting formation last week, and I've never seen something like this before. A 5-2-3 for... uh, Yeah. uh, (laughs) uh, You you got 59 points, uh, so so it it did obviously work. I mean, it did obviously work. Um, But yeah, very, (laughs) very strange, man. Unique things. You said you're doing unique things.
1: Yeah, I think for me to be quite honest, I think the strategy at the time was uh, looking at the fixtures and looking at the defenders that I had. All of them seemed pretty likely to give me a good return, barring just like the freak result with Crystal Palace, because um, that would have been another 12 points easily for for the guys there. But mm. it didn't go as planned. But I think like um, I think defensively this week, I'm probably going to revert back to a. Three def- three defenders and then uh, four five guys in the middle. I'm, I'm not too sure about my midfield and my, my forwards at the moment. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm just going to tinker around. But I think I'll definitely go three at the back this week.
0: Okay. I'm currently sitting on a uh, 4-4-2 right now. Uh, Chilwell, Cimeto, James, Duffy in my defense. Mm. Uh, midfield is Saka, Salah, Gray, Rafinha. And my forwards is Ronaldo and Jimenez. I, I just see Ronaldo still being able to score some goals, whether United win or lose. I still see that that mm-hmm. happening for him. I've got Antonio Townsend on the bench, Uh so we'll we'll, we'll see what happens. Mzee, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us for the show, man. And great, uh, great to great to meet you, and great to to see what's going on inside different aspects and different thoughts from again mm-hmm. different. uh different fan groups because I know you know we don't very often get United supporters on on the pod and none of them really want to speak it isn't the glory years right now for you guys but I think it, the, sure. it, there's things will change so you, you guys are going to have to take the stick as it comes right now uh, it will eventually change everything does at some point in time, and then we'll be laughing at another team. Hopefully, not Liverpool. Maybe we'll be lucky and we can <laughs> laugh at City again. Uh, so, so we'll we'll see what happens. Have yourself a great uh, great sporting weekend, and to all the listeners out there, thank you so much for joining us. And we'll catch you on the other side. Cheers, cheers.